welcome everybody to Brine Time. It's time for Brine Time. Let's talk pickles baseball. Uh, preseason, season two, episode one, technically. Uh, we're excited. I'm, I'm excited. excited. This is uh, this is Brine Time, the weekly podcast where we talk about Golden Girls, the television show, and we do a deep dive on each episode, yep. dissecting it deep, deep dive into Blanche's habits. They're some Sophia. great gals, you know? They were golden. Golden and great. I think we really could do a podcast about that. You definitely could. And there probably already is four. No, I mean you and I together. Yeah. Would be. I've never seen the show. Not once? Not once. You should do uh, a spec script. Yeah. Golden gals. Golden gals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Or we could talk about Pickles Baseball. Let's talk about Pickles Baseball. Because so, the uh, season is upon us. Yes. Uh, we're coming up to the first weekend of the 2019 Portland Pickles season. Uh, we're very excited. Obviously, yeah. um, quite a bit of changes have been made, I feel like, from last season to this in terms of what we're doing with the team, what the team is doing with a lot of local businesses, um, and uh, some new teams that we're going to be playing this year. So a lot of cool stuff. It's um, crazy how much has yeah, changed, actually. They really put a... I don't know if you guys have been following them, but they've just you. If you follow their Instagram, or their Twitter, or anything on social media, the pickles are putting out. Uh, they've done a really good job to me, you know, of teaming up with a lot of local Portland businesses and making it feel even more part of the city, and kind of connecting to some of those bigger brands uh, like Voodoo and Deschutes. And uh, Portland Brewing, I believe, is another one. Got so, that weed sponsor. CBD, baby. Yeah, got the Forbes magazine. Big article about... Uh, yeah, first official uh, CBD sponsored by a baseball team in the United States of America. So, yeah, they're doing some historical stuff out there. And, you know, uh, we talked to Alan Miller during the uh, the winter meetings, and he said season tickets at that time were almost all sold out. So I imagine at this time they're probably gone, but obviously you can still get some... Some very nice seats, and uh, yeah, we're excited. Games start this weekend, June first. Yeah, I mean, this is your uh, this is your preseason pickle report. There's yeah. nothing really to report about what happened last week, but we know what's going to happen this coming week. Yep. Uh, another exciting announcement is that you and I, my friend, yes, are going to be at every home game. We're we will be, be there. the hosts. So uh, Juliana has moved on to bigger and better things. Yep, and they got two less attractive people to so sub in. So much less attractive. Yeah, so sorry uh, so much for less you guys. Charismatic. Yeah, funny, we really. I don't really. Yeah, what are we bringing to the table on this? Neither of us can sing. I can't. Yeah, so none of us can fill in for. She a pinch. sang a lot. Yeah, she did a lot of national anthems. I don't know. We're gonna have to have a meeting because I'm not singing. Now, that's not gonna happen. No. You know they don't want that. No. So we'll see how it goes, but we will be the on-field hosts. Um, we're going to be doing the goofy stuff, running yeah. around, getting people hyped, and we're just going to—it's going to be a party. I'm really excited every night about at it. Walker Stadium. Yeah, and we're—I mean, it's our dream come true. We're—we're we're officially employed to watch baseball. Yes, we did it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what, what else do you we say now, for. mom and dad. Yeah, never believed in us. Like we have the same mom and dad. Yeah, we're brothers. <laughs> uh, so uh, June 1st is the first game. Uh, the Pickles have two exhibition games that obviously yeah. don't count in the standings, but they will be playing against the Northwest Academy on June 1st. Uh, that's a Saturday at a day game, 1 to 3 p.m. And then June 2nd is an evening game from 5 to 9. Uh, so these, the Northwest Academy is like basically like high school 
all stars, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so, what I can figure. Yeah, I yeah. checked out their website, and it seems like kind of like a, you know, like a great program for you know baseball players who are who mo- moving on to college ball. So, uh, so we'll be playing them, and then the first uh, official game of the season uh, is the home opener, and it's June fourth. Uh, that's a Tuesday night. It's a night game, 7.05 first pitch, and that is against the Port Angeles Lefties, who Jeremiah and I went up to see. That was our only road game. Yeah. Uh, we went up to Port Angeles and saw uh, the Pickles dominate that game, actually. That was a wild one, yeah. Didn't, uh, it was very crazy. kicked out of that yeah, game. There was, was a bunch nuts, of wild stuff going but, uh, on. But the Pickles fun. destroyed them, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. So those are the first three games um, of this week. Uh, I'll be there. Jake won't. Yeah, right. I'm actually out of town, but I will be there. Jeremiah and I will be there both together, our first uh, our first host co-hosting on June 5th, the next night. So uh, Wednesday, you can catch both of us out there running around uh, at the walk. And that's a three-game series against the lefties, right? Yeah. Fourth, yep. fifth, and sixth. Yep. And uh, June 4th, uh, the first of, obviously, promotions. Obviously, the Pickles are huge on promotions. So uh, many. Every night. Every night there's a different promotion. You're going to see something. Yeah. So, yeah, they've done a lot. They're bringing in a lot of local bands this year, which they really weren't doing. Mm-hmm. They're opening the gates early, so you can get out there, I believe, at Be 530. a DJ, as far as I've heard. There's a DJ. Uh, so that's exciting. So, again, I think the experience out at Walker Stadium is going to be really, really fun this year. Not like it wasn't last year, but it's 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 cool to see that the They've stepped it up. Definitely. I the organization's really put a lot of work and a lot of effort into it, and uh, that's exciting. It's everything that we knew it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really like. I think probably listened to a lot of fans and just took you know took a look at themselves and uh, it's gonna be sweet. So it'll be fireworks. Yeah, Tuesday so night. Tuesday night. Uh, if you're fireworks. out in uh, also if you're out in the Lentz area, not at the Pickles game. Don't be alarmed. Right. Uh, there'll be some fireworks out there. And uh, yeah, so we're pumped. And say hi to Jeremiah if you're out at one of those first three games. Uh, he'll be he'll be the on-field host, and like I said, I'll join him the fifth. And throughout the season, uh, some games will be Jeremiah and I, some will be just myself, or some will be Jeremiah, depending on our busy, busy schedules. Oh, but boy. you will have one of our shining, happy faces at every home game this season. So, uh, yeah. Um, go Pickles. Go Pickles. All right, time for the Pickle of the Week, uh, where we highlight a pickle, either a player, a person in the organization, or a super fan, and, you know, give them a little love. And then, of course, as always, we will be eating something pickly. So, uh... Today, because it is the first episode, uh, we're picking the whole team. Yeah, we got kind of a theme. Yeah. Pickle soup. Pickle soup is going to be the thing that we judge. So uh, we got the whole team. We just want to kind of do an overview for some of you who might be new, you know, new fans of the Pickles. Uh, Obviously, you know, this is a largely new squad. Um, There's some returning players. And let me just give you a list. Uh... Returning, we got a lot of great pitchers from last year's squad, and as you might know, the uh, our our squad led the league in uh, lowest ERA, and we just dominated. Huge uh, pitching was huge last year, and it's a lot of a lot of great arms. So Brad McVeigh, Michael Newstrom, Alex Ross, uh, Roth, uh, Joel Casillas, Colin Suter, and Gabe Scoro. Uh, are all, ah, Gabe Scoro. Yeah, are all coming back for the picks. Uh, 
Five of those six are all pitchers, and then Gabe is in the outfield. And Newstrom and McVeigh were both pickle of the week yes. solos last season. So yep. uh, we got high hopes for them. Very excited. And, and we got it looks like we got a lot of a lot of good guys just in general coming from all over the country. I noticed some guys from like Auburn University. Yep. We got guys coming over from Hawaii. We got a lot of Pac twelve kids as as usual. Yep. Uh, which is great. Um yeah, a lot of a lot of local kids from just you know, around the northwest. But also look, this guy down here we got a guy from Notre Dame. John what does that say? John Amorcher? Yeah. So is that how you would say that? I guess. We're gonna learn these guys' names, you know, throughout. So uh apologies. Slowly. Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, really excited to see. Um uh obviously we are really stoked that we're returning the entire coaching staff. Uh manager Justin Barkas is gonna be back leading the team. And then big boy Zach Miller, uh getting these arms into shape. He was obviously uh monster last <laughs> day. He still is. He yeah. still is. A uh, huge dude and uh really knows how to get these pitchers uh on the right track. Very, very uh kind of steady presence for these guys. Uh our fave, Coach Mags. Coach Mags. I know I was gonna call him. I was like, dude, I should call Coach Mags. Yeah. It's you know, it's been a while and I I'm you know, I don't want it to be awkward when I see him next. Right. So like, hey, he's like, Why don't you call me over You don't the call? Yeah. We're not friends. Yeah. You only call when you need something. Right. So hopefully uh, I'll, I'll give him a call this week. Totally. And then Jim Hopple, our lovely bench coach, coming back. So I, I really – it's cool that, um, you know, we obviously had the best record. Um, and, you know, that consistency, I imagine, will help quite a bit. You know, you don't have – you obviously have a lot of new players, but, you know, these guys all have their roles and they know them very well because they had such a successful season last season. I would imagine, you know, like word gets out, I would imagine these kids probably want to come – play here for these guys yeah i mean as far as that goes from the first season to uh now it's like the pickles have turned into a a lot more competitive team you know they they clearly are probably much more of a destination if you're looking to play summer ball as a college guy you know you get you get good competition you get good coaching i think it's got to be cool for them to you know they're probably stoked to come to portland you know that doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, I it's, you Wenatchee, know, Walla Walla, there's a lot Angeles. of small towns, you know, if you're looking at some yeah. of these collegiate woodbat teams. So to be able to come and be like, spend your summer in Portland um, is really, is really, you know, a treat for them, I imagine. And then, uh, you know, obviously for us, Jeremiah and I have had the pleasure of getting to know, you know, people in the front office. And this year, um, Alan Miller, uh, who we did interview last year uh is obviously back and then john ryan super bowl champion john ryan uh is kind of taking more of a uh a lead uh, more of a uh face i would say of the organization yeah uh he's, he was he's a little more busy. yeah he was a little more um but now he's retired yeah he's retired from the nfl right so i think we're gonna see a lot more of him yep and then yeah scott barkus also is um a partial owner yep and then this is um a name that we've gotten to know quite a bit lately, Ross Campbell, uh, who we'll talk more about later, is uh, going to be their GM, uh, marketing manager. And as far as I can tell, he deserves a lot of the credit, you know, for all the cool stuff that's happening. Yeah, you know I think I mean? he's kind of the guy 
on the ground making a lot of these changes with the partnerships and stuff. So and uh, Kevin Herbst, I don't know and I haven't met, but I I met him briefly at the uh, at the press conference. Very nice gentleman. Introduced myself, uh, but he is the president of Ticketing. So again, I don't know. Really, just cool to see the whole organization kind of take this step forward in terms of you know making it more of a professional experience uh, for you know the players and the fans. I can't wait to get into some of these players too. I mean, we got. Colton Casanelli. Ooh. That's a great name. Sounds like a guy who gets a sandwich named after him. He does deserve. Let me, let me get a Casanelli. And you know? then uh, Brendan Power. That's a great baseball name. God, love Brendan it. Brendan Power. Yeah. Uh, Titus. Dalton Chandler. Dalton Chandler. Maybe he's the uh, – I wonder if we're going to get a uh, a new Joey Cooper emerging, you know? Who's yeah. who's Who's going to be potentially the next uh, swag king of the Portland Pickles, you know. Someone's got to hold down the Joey Cooper spot, you know. Is there a guy named Titus? There is. His name, uh, Titus, I'm going to, Groninwig? Titus Groninwig, yeah. Titus, give it up for Titus Groninwig. I like that. He's a pitcher, so. Lefty, too, and he's big. He's 6'5". Oh, wow. Uh, That was a big kid. 6'5", 220? Cal State Fullerton. Or no, yeah, six five one eighty. Yeah, so he's that's a still a big kid, big boy, big boy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I you wonder who will emerge as kind of the swagger guy. I mean, because uh, Joey Coop was you know kind of the de facto team leader for the last three seasons, but he uh, obviously is is gone now. He was he's done with school, so uh, someone's gonna have to step up in the clubhouse and kind of take that leadership position, and maybe it will be one of those guys who are returning. You my know, my guess is uh, Joseph Naranjo. Yeah, you're going to call him team lead? Well, it's just fun to say. Yeah. Either way. The two things, the thing I noticed that- Kyle Manzardo. He's good. I like that name. Those are just fun, yeah. Robert's going to have a fun time this season. Yeah, he gets a lot of uh, great names to call up. Yeah, he's going to get in there with the hard, you know, syllables. I love it. The thing I noticed that uh, I don't believe was the thing last year is that a couple of these players are on 10-day contracts. Yeah, I saw that too, and I maybe at the start of the season- Yeah, I'm wondering, I mean, if they're on the opening day roster, is it- are they trying to? Are they trying to play in? Is it like an? Is it like a true tryout where they can stay, or is it just like giving these guys a little experience before they have to go do something? So it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, maybe they have other opportunities too. Right. You know, if like, yeah. hey, the draft or whatever comes around. Totally. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So interesting to see uh, if those guys end up sticking is that around. This guy Kai. Kai, and, and then this guy uh, Grant. Uh, I think it's Heisler or Heiser. He's a uh, catcher. He plays for Tacoma, so that's like a Zach Miller guy, mm-hmm. Tacoma Community for College. Sure, yeah. But then there's this kid from Hawaii uh, who plays for Clark College who's also on a 10-day contract. So we'll keep you abreast on those and see, you know, what happens. And maybe another get... guy from Tulane. Yeah. Yeah, we've got them all over the country. Yeah, so very excited for this squad. Uh, obviously, they have, you know, they have a little bit of pressure to live up to since last year's squad was so successful, and we're hoping that, you know, this squad can – can surpass that, you know, and get deeper into the playoffs. Obviously, the goal is to, to win the win ship. Win it all. So win it all, baby. So, I say let's dive into this pickle soup. You know what soup. I'm excited about? Yeah. yeah. Pickle soup. So, can you tell us a little bit about where you acquired this and who's, yes. it, who's it from? This is from the Elephant's Delicatessen uh, on the South Waterfront. Elephant's Deli is uh, very much a Portland staple. They're, yep. they're, their 40th anniversary is this year. Uh, they got a lot going on, and my lovely wife is the manager of oh, that beautiful. location. So if you go down there and say hi, uh, I don't know how much longer they're going to have pickle soup, uh, but they do have pickle soup right now, and it 
It looks interesting. Yeah? You excited? Is it good? Randall is telling me that it's you good. You tried it? He tried it. All right, All right. Randall, our I'm producer. Gonna her, I'm going to give her a spoonful. Okay. Here we go. Ooh, I like that. It's interesting. Do you not like it? I like that a lot. It's. It I is, need a small it, cup of that. I wouldn't go for a bowl. A little, a little cheddar cheese. Yeah, it Randy is, wants a little is. cheddar. I mean... It's, it's it's different than I expected. The texture is it's chunkier than I expected. Actually. It's kind of like ground up pickles, yeah. Which I thought it would be more like a cream soup that tasted like pickles, right? But it's almost like yeah. There's some there's some pickle chunks in there. It's it's good. I like it. I would like don't some get crackers. the soup on a, a date. No, you're not talking to your date across the table with pickle soup. Mm-mm. But taste wise, if you're just like oh, Yo, that was a big chunk of pickle, yeah. If you're just looking for lunch. Um, I would say, well, it's got a lot of pepper in it too, though. There is some pepper. It's got a little bite at the end, which is tasty. I'd say a good sandwich with the, like a small cup of this would be great. Some little oyster crackers. Skip the pickle. I'd throw like, a skip the pickle on the sandwich. Don't get the 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 real pickle. We get this little cup of soup with a good sandwich. I'm down. This is I'd actually, say that's a good like triple A. Yeah, soup, I'd say though. this is triple A. I thought compared I was, to all of the pickled things we've eaten, where you're like, this is not going to be good. This is this pretty damn good. Yeah. Would not have expected as good, actually. That's why I think I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be kind of nasty, honestly. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, this is going to be gross. When I told people about it, they were like, uh. Yeah, right? Have fun with that. Right. That's pretty good. Do you want some more? Okay. We'll s- All right. Well, hats off to elephants. Uh, you did it. You, you made a pickle soup that was pretty tasty. And thank Thanks you, Julia. Thanks for the hookup. And. Uh, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I love you too, but just in a platonic way. Thank um, you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so that's our pickle of the week, pickle soup. It was a pickle soup of players, coaches, front office. It was kind of a theme with just yeah. uh, a little bit of everything. Everybody dumped Something in. for everybody. Um, just, just so many pickles. Just Every, pickle pickles everywhere. Pickle. You know, pickles everywhere. So in your mouth, just everywhere. Soup everywhere. Spill so in the soup. So good. All right. Here we go. Go pickles. All right, everybody, now it's time for Inside the Jar, where we interview a person of pickles importance. Uh, Today, we have Robert Jones, who is the PA announcer out at Walker Stadium. Uh, We will be working with Robert as the on-field host, so we're going to be a nice little team. We had a chance to sit down with him uh, after a meeting outside at the walk, and he was always a pleasure to talk to, so enjoy. Come on, you ready? (laughs) It's time for Brian Todd. Too much. Too much. Um, Northside Ford Party, Duke! <laughs> All right, uh, we are here with Robert Jones, uh, the Pickles public address announcer. We're so excited to have him. Thanks for coming back on Brine Time, Robert. Absolutely. Wouldn't want to miss it. Oh, that golden voice. It's just like this beautiful sun. We're live from Walker Stadium right yeah, now. Yeah, Northside Party Deck. Yeah. Right in the midst of it. Yeah. So, uh,. We, for some of you Brian Time listeners, we had Robert on last year mm-hmm. with Juliana, who is the previous on-field host, but you are now talking. We are now amongst... We are brothers. We are brothers. Yeah. We're the brand of brothers. Yes. So Robert, uh, obviously, will be up in the booth, but Jeremiah and I will be roaming 
the stadium getting fans involved, and we're really excited. We're a team. We're a little team here. Yeah, we are the public address team. Yeah, so this is great. So, Robert, uh, how long have you been doing the uh, public addressing here at Walker Stadium for the Pickles? This, this will be my fourth year. I started in 2016, our inaugural year, when we were with the Great West League. Yes. And then last year we moved to the West Coast League, and I, I love every minute of it. You do? Yeah. This is, I know, you're, I always feel like you're, you have such a voice that really sounds like you belong addressing people. You have a great voice. Well, I love doing it. Yeah. I mean, I love the sport. Yes. I love watching sports, and I want people to watch the sport with me and have a good time with my enjoying of it. That's what I'd like to do is drag them along with me. Hey, I mean, I'm down for that ride. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for that ride. That's what, yeah. that's, We're in the same boat. It's we're like, the same big boat. They're going to ask us to watch baseball all summer? Yeah, that that's the best way to spend a summer. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, we're excited. And, uh, you know, we were just talking a little bit with Ross Campbell, the GM, and he's he's very excited about this team this year. He thinks yeah. that they could surpass mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. And I feel like last year's team did surpass what people maybe thought. Yeah. You know, like that was some very high-talented ball players, and they won, obviously. They had the yeah. best record in the league. So, I don't know. It would be really cool to see a championship team here out at Walker and have you yes. announce it, right? You would you would say yes. – you could say Pickles win the championship. Pickles win! Pickles oh, win! Oh, We'd all storm the field. It would be amazing. <laughs> Pickles win! Oh, my God. I, I want it but now. But we get to say that on most evenings, so that's a lot of fun. That's true. You know, it's that's a lot true. more fun to win than to lose. Yeah. And we've had a lot of success here. We've had some great moments here in Pickles Bay. Baseball. Matt Harvey hitting the Grand Slam a couple of summers ago. That it was a walk-off Grand Slam to end the game, uh, but not, not the series. But it was a great, it was a great time. We've yeah. had a lot of fun here, and the players are an assortment of guys from all over the country that don't know each other till the till they get here. Right. And what I've learned from talking to the players, they form friendships that are probably going to maybe last the rest of their life. You know. Yeah. These are all jock guys who who like talking. You know, jock talk stuff and. And uh, they uh, eventually drop out of baseball, but some of them stick with it. Yep. But uh, they said the most fun thing is not only playing the game, it's getting to know each other. Yeah. Making friends. Lifelong friends. Lifers. We were talking, too, how it, you know, for a lot of these guys, they they end up playing in these smaller towns. So it must be kind of exciting to be able to come to a city like Portland, where Mm -hmm. it is, you know, it's like a metropolis. There are things. Yeah. Yeah that they get to enjoy that you know if you're not to say there's anything wrong with some of these are but you know if you're stuck out in a kind of dinky town for a summer that's a whole different experience than getting you know a city that's clearly on the map you know from what i've heard from talking to the players i've asked them specifically what's your favorite place to play they say right here walker stadium yeah places filled up almost to the brim every night most nights yep and it is the most raucous rambunctious enjoyable crowd to play in front of yeah that's you true because we we last season went out to one of the lefties home games to watch the pickles play oh yeah it was mostly deserted yeah they just you know they don't have the draw you know yeah. but it i mean these guys get to come in and play in front of you know 1500 people some yeah. nights yeah and it's a huge i don't know that must be you know that's a difference maker i feel like that is actually where home field could be a huge difference yeah. maker you know i think i was telling you guys last year when we did the but did the podcast I think it was my second game of my first year. One of our players had challenged the, the other guys on the other team to a dance-off oh, at the yeah. middle of the second inning. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, this is going to be weird and it's going to be fun. <laughs> and I go, I'm all in. I've just pushed my chips forward. I love this place already. So that was fun. And I think the other thing that was so funny was uh, they did the, what do you call it, the wave? Yeah. We only have like 800 people here. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> 
It goes and so around. we started down there, right over there by first base, and it went around, and we got to right there. And then there's nothing around it. It was like you had to wait till it came back around. Yeah. You know, but they timed it. But I just go, they are, <laughs> they are just weird. It's working. They're it's just working its way they're, around. They're working it around. But I thought it's a silly group. It's a silly crowd. And most of our folks, I think, are local, pretty local. This is, this is our neighborhood. Yeah, I think you know? so. I think it's really cool for people in this lens neighborhood yeah. just to kind of be able to walk or bike over mm-hmm. to a ball game you know yeah and it's still one of those things where i think this season to me and maybe it's like confirmation bias that i see it but i see more pickle stuff out in the real world yes i've seen like i've been at bars where their schedules are dropped off now so i feel like it's becoming more of a portland institution it is. each season yes it is we're a known quantity now yeah Dylan's yeah. been down to the Blazer games. Dylan's been at the Dylan's Blazers been, games. Yeah. Seen a lot of that, and yeah. also just the you know the sponsorship and the partnership they've done with all the different groups and businesses. Yeah, I mean like this is cool. You know, like people want to be a part of this. Yeah, and it, we're lucky. They I mean, had uh, an article think? on Forbes about yeah. the first CBD sponsorship. You know, so definitely you know a thing that's out there. It's yeah. not just this little rinky dink yeah. thing. You know. Yeah. How'd you get into PA announcing? I was working at Park Rose High School. Started, oh. and I'd been working the chains, the chain gang on Friday nights yep. for the football games from about 2005. I did it for about seven years. In 2012, the athletic director came to me and my buddy that were working on the chains and says, hey, I want you guys to do, uh, do PA announcing for basketball this year, ba- girls or boys. And I said, I'll do the boys. So I've been doing that since 2012. And then about 2016, I started doing the pickles. And then this last year, I worked for the University of Portland girls basketball team. Oh, cool. Doing, doing PA you. announcing over awesome. there. Awesome. And uh, so I love doing all the sports. I think I like baseball. It's the best. Yeah. And then I like, uh, um, I do like doing basketball. Yeah. A lot of scoring, a lot of. Yeah. You're always busy. Yeah, yeah. you're yeah. busy having a good time. Yeah. Of, but, you know, it's exciting. Football's good, but uh, the baseball's my fun because. It goes at the pace I like it to go at. Yeah. <laughs> get some time. Yeah, get right. some time. Enjoy get some it. time to breathe. Yeah. And then I get into the game because it is my favorite sport. Yeah. Did you play ball? Did you pl- When I was a kid, you know, I was, you know, first through sixth grade and then a year in high school, I played a year of ball. But, no, I've just always been a dreamer. Yeah. <laughs> just a dreamer. Just a wannabe. Hey, I, man. I hey. want to be in the dreams. Dreaming <laughs> the ones. Everybody's yeah. got a, a role to play out yeah. here, right? Yeah. And we found ours. Yeah, we found ours just yeah. watching, being silly. Yeah, I. Uh, are you excited about some of the change? It seems like we're talking that it seems that they've brought a lot of local businesses yes. in that they that they didn't really have last year. Yeah, it's yeah. that's kind of cool. I feel like that. And I think having you guys because you guys are, you guys are kind of local now. We are. You, we're local. you guys are local yeah, now. Local. You did Brian time the last last year. Yep. And yeah, we do. We have a lot of. I think we're gonna have the Deschutes Brewery as a sponsor this year, which is local. Yep. And some of our other uh, ones have been local, but anyways, it's gonna be uh, yeah more, more Portlandy. The Lardo Fry. Lardo Fries. I love that promotion. Ron because the K Man. Yes, the K Man's gonna be out in, in yeah. uh, left field, and when we get to the fifth strikeout, all the folks are gonna get a, a free Lardo Fry. <laughs> Free Lardo fries, kind of like a chalupa at the Blazer game. I but I'm looking forward to that. I think that's the most awesome, yeah. brilliant idea that these guys have come up in the four years I've been here. Yeah, I think people are going to be going nuts. Yeah, at we strike- don't think five strikeouts is high enough. We yeah, think, to me, I we, feel like... We had five strikeouts like every game. Like, <laughs> yeah, we had a great <laughs> pitching staff. Like, I feel be, like Lardo's going to go broke yeah, off this I summer. love the idea. Let's make them go broke. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't tell, tell Lardo. Just, yeah. Don't tell yeah. them. We're, yeah. we're, we're going to drive them out of business, man. 
Yeah, no, it's going to be great. We're really looking forward to the summer and working with you. Yeah, you too. And, uh, yeah, well, thanks for joining us. Um, And, yeah, come out to Pickles Game. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably have. But come out, and you'll hear Robert's smooth, smooth voice just glide over the field. The bark and growl, baby. The bark and growl. Geo Diaz. All right. Thanks, Robert. It is time for Inside Inside Future Baseball, everybody. Yeah, dude. Future baseball. Future baseball. Not your grandma's baseball. This is future baseball. Yeah. So get ready for that. So can you tell our fans what's going on? Well, uh, when is it going to be? It's July 4th, 4th. right? So it's actually the night game. The night game the on night the game. 4th. Yep. So it's a doubleheader, the July 4th. Uh, it has day game and a night game. And the night the game. The Corvallis Knights. Yep. Has a very special set of rules. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to uh, – we're going to let you all know about them. Uh, so what? What do they? how do they set this up? That Dylan traveled to the year 2050, and by then they are the 23-time WCL champion Portland Pickles. Yes, they've just been crushing – Every year. Uh, we'll take on the Corvallis Knights, who I assume were runner-up in a few of those, um, yeah. for a very special exhibition game on the evening of our independence. So they're assuming that in 2050 we're still independent. And we're still a country. So that's hopeful. positive. Yeah. That's hopeful, man. Good, yeah. good for, I like the Pickles. You know, they're a hopeful organization. And uh, so after Dylan came back from the year 2050, he wrote down these rules about how they play baseball in the future. And some of the uh, – we'll just go through all of them. Uh, all right. Odd innings, there's a flip option. Not a bat flip, but just a regular uh, flip. The, during odd innings, batters can flip their direction of travel when running the bases. Uh, so the third, fifth, and seventh innings, uh, in odd innings, that is, runners could go clockwise if they choose, which doesn't make it any shorter to get – Yeah, I wonder if uh, – I think what it does, though, is – if you hit double the ball, play would be harder, right? And if you hit the ball towards first, you could actually beat them out towards third if they don't have a strong arm. If the mm. first baseman scoop, like if you you know, like oh dang it, I hit towards first, but third is open. Like I'm the I'm I guess the open, yeah. Either the leadoff. I don't know if that means like once the direction has been chosen though. I think it's each batter is different, but eventually they have to cross home. So they, they couldn't keep switching. Like, I think... The next guy couldn't go to first, then you'd have guys on first and third. Right. But and then, then they'd have what, to run towards, towards each other. second? Ah, that would be interesting. We... I don't... I want to know... We I, need clarification on yeah. this. There needs to be a rule 14B on that. Right. We but, don't know. So, it obviously could help the batter a little bit if you hit it towards... Also, the, no one's going to be able to turn a double play from third... Second, you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're so used, the second right. baseman gets the ball and he's going to turn towards first and go, Oh, oh that's no. not yeah. how we do this anymore. So that's pretty cool, though. It, it, it adds obviously a different fold. Do you think they're going to practice this? I would hope. I mean, like they're like, Okay, uh, so par- two weeks before every yeah. every practice, half of the time we're going right. to w- use future rules. Well, part of uh, our job 
as on-field hosts, will be kind of explaining this to the fans yeah. as it happens. So yeah. when if you come out to that night game, which uh, probably will be sold out, but you know during the third, sure. fifth, and seventh innings, we'll be out there being like, all right, guys, just to let you know, uh, the batter can go to third if they want off a, off a hit. So Yeah, so another thing is there'll be yellow bonus balls. Uh, the bonus ball is good for only that pitch. So one pitch, and then a strike is an immediate out. A ball is an immediate walk. And any base hit counts double the value. So a single is a double, a double is a triple, a triple is a home run. Yeah. Wait. And if you hit a home run, or no, what is this? It says triple. Any any base hit. So a single is an automatic double. A triple equals a home run plus a double. Yeah. Wow. You you get two. You get one and a half. Wow. Basically, yeah. Okay. All right. So either team can call a bonus ball when hitting. There are seven bonus balls per team in a game with maximum two per inning. So, again, another, like, it just it adds more depth to the game, you know. Like, there's a lot. It's, that it's, will be interesting. I feel like this really will be fun for the coaches because they'll be like, all right, you know, like, we got yeah. our best hitters up. If uh, if this guy knocks one out, you know, we could easily come – we could, you know, make up some ground if we're down. Um, so that's going to be cool. I'm, There'll I, be eight defenders. Yeah, the next one is eight uh, defenders in the field. It can be placed wherever manager likes. Each team may have two designated hitters. Oh, cool. So that's – I. so – There'll be a pitch clock, 15 seconds to throw or make a pickoff move, otherwise automatic ball. Wow. So that's crazy. So that's umps, fast. These, 15 yeah. seconds? Seems dangerous. They're using 30-second clocks in, like, the, the developmental MLB. leagues. Yeah. What, are they, what is the MLB? There's no clock, but they they have it, but it's not like they're not Forced. using it. Yeah, they're just kind of getting the people ready for it. Yeah. It so when coming. we went to spring training, they had it, and it was. And I mean, it's like it's like mound visits. There's nothing they can do about it if you go over it. But, right. They um, want to start getting in the. So yeah. here's the next thing: is that the game is only seven innings. Yeah. So if the game is tied after sending seven innings, contest goes to a home run derby. Rules determined on the spot. So they're just going to be like, all right, first to five homers. They could just call it right there. That's it. I like that. I mean, this is like getting into NHL shootout action now. It does kind of have like a – it's got like an all-star game kind of feel to it where it's like, we're just going to play three on three or whatever. It's quirky. Defense, you know. It's fun. I I like the idea. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, there's eight. So there's, there's one less guy. Well, eight defender, eight, eight defenders, but you can also have two DHs, which means that that's ten players. Uh, I'm a little confused by it because if they have yeah. eight in the field on defense, which typically there's nine. Yeah. So does that mean three infielders, three outfielders? That's weird. It's softball rules, right? No, no, there's seven. There's four infielders. Yeah. And then well, three outfielders. That's seven. And then nine. So where are these extra people? Do they mean, like, who don't count as a pitcher? Maybe they mean they, that doesn't count as a pitcher and catcher. Maybe they mean, like, you have four infield and you'll probably have a fourth outfielder, but then they're not including the pitcher and catcher? I don't know. That's a little confusing. Well, typically, 
you have a pitcher catcher, then you have first, second, third, short, and then you have left, center, and right, which is nine. But when when they say eight defenders, what does that mean? Are they just allowing you to put a? They say you can put it anywhere, but what? So it's eight infield. Like, are they excluding the pitcher and the catcher in that count? Because no, weird. Why did they say eight then? So does that mean there's one less guy than there's normal. one less? I would took it for some reason when we read that I thought there was. I took it as you'd have an extra guy, an extra, but I they'd have a rover. Yeah, but it's not. This is no, one less. One less. Yeah. Ah, okay. Wow. Okay, I'm glad we talked. Yeah, for some reason when I read it, I was like, oh, sure. So wow. So maybe like two, they're gonna have like two outfielders. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or maybe four. or or forget the short. Like maybe the short kind of plays a, a, a hybrid second slash short. Covers a lot of ground out because there. Because you got it, yeah. Either way, so it's an off. It's like really great for the offense. Pitcher, catcher, first have to be where they have to be, and then after that, you can really do whatever you wanted to. Oh my! These innings are just gonna like if you get, you could just get these little bloops. Like if they, if they, uh, yeah, yeah. So guys are gonna have to be really quick. All right. So I like this that any bunt is uh, count as a double. But and if you foul off a bunt, it's an automatic out. Okay. There'll be halftime, fourth inning, extended stretch, 15-minute break, and fireworks. Wow. So they're really trying to get around that uh, fireworks, no fireworks after 10 p.m. Yeah. At the Walker Stadium. Like, we're going to do it in the middle of the game. So if you get out there smart. for the evening game, get the, the gates open at 535. Uh, the first 1,000 fans in attendance will receive a collectible 23 world champion Portland Pickle sticker. The Pickles and Knights will play their WCL league game at 1 p. Okay. Yeah. So this doesn't count. No. In the league. I, well, I was wondering that. Yeah. I didn't know if this was like the league agreed to let them play by these weird rules. Screw okay. it. Let so them this do is it. A, this is going to be super fun. It's going to be uh, really fun. You know, it's it's a weird thing. But that's like what's cool about these leagues is that they just get, you know, you couldn't do this in an MLB game, you know. The All-Star game should do something interesting like this. It would make the yeah, fans. I mean, like, I hate how they make it count for home field i think that's really dumb but they've stopped doing that they have yeah good that was so dumb um but also they've done like future baseball night but they didn't change the rules they just made the outfits different speaking of the outfits the pickles will have special outfits a uh, future a 20 like you know the year 2050 what they think a baseball uniform it was a fan contest and they picked the winner yeah um so yeah so there'll be you know these crazy it's like this like weird like pickle and a dylan's in like a spaceship and a ufo thing and is there a pickle dome or was that one of the one runner i can't remember you can look on the pickles website because we've been we i want to say that we've been stumping for the pickle dome since day one so yeah i was a little disappointed that yeah you know we but, didn't get credit on the shirt oh that. well you know you win some you pickle some hey that's right um so that is uh, inside inside future baseball the year twenty fifty. Be out there July fourth. Celebrate America. Celebrate the idea of America in twenty fifty. How cool would that be if we were still a country? Um, uh, could could go either way. Could go either. Uh, guys, you know this is uh, we're not getting into politics here, but it's not our look thing. at the facts and uh, you'll see for yourself. Um, but yeah, come out. We'll be out there. We're gonna talk about this quite a bit more before it actually happens. Yeah, too. we like, will. We'll we haven't even we haven't even played the first game, and this is like one of the hot topics. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, we're excited, and uh, we'll see you guys out there July fourth. Future baseball.
might be in trouble. That's it for brine time this week, guys. Uh, we just want to do some quick shout outs, some thank yous, uh, talk some more smack. Corvallis. We haven't really even talked any smack about Corvallis yet. It's the season is early. Like, dude, this we got time. This is still batting practice for us, if you like. We're still we're still in spring training. Everybody's like we, in training. Yeah, like we we haven't really done this. So uh Corvallis, you're safe this week, but it will be coming with the fierceness. Uh very soon. Very soon. But um yeah, obviously like we're we're really pumped. You know, we're pumped to be more involved with the organization, as we said earlier, as the on field host. And you, you'll be able to find the link to the website on the Portland Pickles uh website. So you can check us out at uh, PortlandPicklesBaseball.com. You'll find yeah. You can find the podcast right there nowadays. Yep. Uh, if you don't want to go over there, uh, we're at XRayPod.com. Uh, you can find Brian Time there, and then ways to get a hold of us. We're we're at Twitter and Instagram at uh, Brian Time underscore Pod, mm-hmm. and then you can email us at Brian Time five zero three at gmail.com If you just want to give us a shout, I maybe. had to dust that one off. Yeah, I was like ah. Forgot password. Yeah, I know it's been a while since we've got in the yeah, old Gmail season, account, man. Um, no one hit us up, so no luckily, one hit us up. you know. But uh, we're excited to see all you guys out at the walk. Come introduce yourselves. Coming this Saturday, I'll yep. be there. Jeremiah will be out there, and uh, yeah, say hi. We'd love to get some feedback on the podcast. If you could uh, subscribe to it and then give us a rating and review wherever you listen, that would be much appreciated. And I don't know. We want to thank uh, Randall Lawrence here at Cranival Studios. Producer Randall. Um, for all of our recording needs. He's been very, very helpful. And I want to give a quick shout out to Ride PDW because they just sent us yeah. a sweet little box of really dope. They gave us a couple hats. They gave me a couple lights for my bike, some stickers. They were, uh, as you may remember, last season's official uh, podcast. Our flagship sponsor. Yeah. So they hooked it up this year. We're really excited uh, that we know those guys, and they really do good stuff. Obviously, uh, as a biker, I'll be biking a lot out to the walk, and they said that they'll probably organize some type of informal bike to the walk night, so we'll keep you posted on that. Yeah, thank you you so much, Ride PDW. Uh, We want to thank xray.fm just for everything they've done for us and continue to do. We're uh, really excited to have a partnership with them as well as the Pickles, as well as Craneville Studios. So we we got like all the best people supporting us. Yeah, very Portland Uh, uh, group of of people helping this podcast get made and then partnering with the organization uh, as well as X-Ray. So Elephant's Deli for the soup. Yeah. That was very uh, nice. If you guys have... Uh, I've actually got a few people hitting me up of like new pickles to try. So if you guys have like suggestions pickled, are always welcome. Pickled things Good that you like, yo, tr- hit it like hit us up on the Instagram or on our personal. Uh, I'm at Jay Silberino. Yeah, I'm just Jeremiah Coughlin. Cool. On all so yeah, social media. If you wanna, if you wanna throw us uh, some suggestions or topics that you think would be cool to cover on Inside Inside Baseball, or just to say hello, we'd love it. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. Uh, have fun out at those games this weekend, buddy. As always, thanks to Marimba Mike and uh, Dusty Fox for our music. Enjoy. We'll see you guys next week, yeah? Go Pickles. Go Pickles. Yes. Yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland, never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brian Time.
Home of the pickles. Rhyme time, rhyme time. That's the home of the pickles. Carnival Studios.